Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 5-1-2019, the semi-daily news that even plants crave, and Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from GameSpot and written by Michael Higham. Oculus Rift S and Quest will launch next month. Last month, Oculus revealed what its next step in VR gaming would be, a two-pronged approach. A revision of its original headset with the Rift S and a standalone headset in the Quest. Specs and features had been detailed alongside a spring 2019 release window and a $400 price tag for each package. Now, Oculus has announced that both will launch simultaneously on May 21st. Pre-orders for Rift S and Quest are now open as well. The Rift S makes several improvements over the original Rift, a platform that has been out since March 2016. First off, the Rift S has an increased resolution. Its display 1280 by 1440 per eye, 2560 by 1440 in total, although it now displays in 80 hertz down from 90 hertz. Another addition is integrated audio on the headset and a more comfortable secure head strap. The biggest feature, however, is the company's new inside-out tracking technology called Oculus Insight. This negates the need for external motion sensors since there are five built into the headset capable of a full position tracking. While the Rift S remains a PC-based platform, <clears throat> the Oculus Quest packs everything you need into the unit. The standalone VR headset is powered by the Qualcomm Snapdragon 835 processor, a significant upgrade over the specs of the lesser mobile counterpart, the Oculus Go. Quest also features Oculus Insight with four built-in sensors to offer full positional six degree of freedom tracking. It'll display an impressive 2880 by 1600 resolution but at a lower 72 hertz. Two options for storage space will be available, 64 gigabytes at 400 and 128 gigabytes at $500. A pair of revised touch controllers come with each headset, which reposition the motion sensor reins to be above the face buttons to track better with the new Insight sensors. They've spent a ton of time with Oculus Quest, and GameSpot will have you guys a review as soon as they knock it out. This is awesome. New VR shit. Let's get it fucking going, bro. Second is from IGN and written by Adam Bankhurst. Sega refocusing on existing IP in response to falling profits. Following an earnings slip, Sega is gearing up to focus or refocus on its existing IP like Persona, Sonic, and Yakuza and avoid developing too many new ones. As reported by Tweaktown, Sega's fiscal year 2018 earnings saw profits drop 70% to $23 million, and its road to 2020 roadmap of games earnings has fallen apart due to market miscalculations, too many games in development, lack of sales performance, and game delays. In response, Sega will focus on the previously mentioned IP and may also throw in a remaster re-release or two and potentially bring over more of its key franchises and games overseas. Sega's PC business, however, has been doing well with such releases as Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Sega sees the PC market as a place for big opportunities for increased earnings, and it will continue to port its titles there. While some of its titles, such as the Yakuza series and mainline Personas, have stuck to PlayStation hardware, this new strategy affirms its new games will come to all systems, from PC to mobile, and even next-gen consoles like the PlayStation 5. There may not be new IP in the pipeline following the release of Yakuza's spinoff Judgment, but some old and dormant IPs may be revived alongside special re-releases like the Sega Genesis Mini. As for the future, Sega has three unannounced games currently in development, and one is confirmed to be a fresh Yakuza game. Perhaps most interesting is Sega's continued focus on retail packaged games. 
Sega saw a 35% year-over-year increase of retail games sold, and that number rose up to 40% in North America and Europe. Now, this article did go on to talk about the Sonic movie and uh, Sega's other revenue streams. I just didn't feel like it, the Sonic movie was relevant. Uh, still funny, uh, a little scary. Jim Carrey's going to kill it, but yes, Sonic movie. Now, enjoy this sweet and saucy ad from Anchor. Third is from IGN and written by Colin Stevens. PS Plus game for May 2019 announced. The free PlayStation Plus games for May 2019 are the original Overcooked and What Remains of Edith Fitch. Revealed on the PlayStation blog, both titles will be added on May 7th. Overcooked is a cooperative cooking game designed for local play where up to four people have to work together to assemble and put out orders before burning everything to a crisp. What Remains of Edith Fitch is a mysterious adventure game where you visit your old family's home to discover more about your relatives and their untimely deaths. Both these games are awesome. I've not played What's Eating or What's Up with Edith Fitch. What Remains of Edith Fitch. I just totally messed that up. But I have played Overcooked. My wife and I played the shit out of it and yelled at each other and had the best time. Last is from IGN. It is a bit of a read. It's going to be a long one, but it is written by Jonathan Dornbush. Borderlands 3 gameplay reveal lots of new details. Gearbox Software has shown Borderlands 3's gameplay for the first time in a live stream that highlighted a number of new features the studio is introducing in its upcoming loot shooter, which is currently available for pre-order and is also set to be shown at E3. For starters, player movement appears to be much more fluid in previous fluid than in previous games with Borderlands 3 adding the ability to mantle over cover and other parts of the environment, as well as allowing players to perform running slides to make firefights more dynamic. Borderlands 3's demo featured new playable character Amara, the Siren Lilith, the Return of Claptrap, and more. Ugh. I wish they'd get rid of Claptrap as a playable character. I don't... like. He's, I, nobody wants Claptrap as a playable character. Anyways... <clears throat> Some of the Borderlands 3 details leaked in April were also confirmed during the gameplay demo. Weapons are indeed allotted and overall score, making it easier to discern at a glance if they're better or worse than what you currently have, which should be a big time saver, considering there's a billion different guns in the game. Certain weapons will also feature an alternate fire mode, with the example shown in the demo an assault rifle that can be toggled to a hyper-missile launcher. Changes to the skill tree system were also evident. Each of the four playable characters now begins the games with three action skills instead of one, with more unlocking as the player levels up. Action skills can also be augmented with elemental effects. Elsewhere, the tweaks of the franchise's formula have seen numerous in Borderlands 3. Ammunition vending machines now feature single button press instant refill option, so you're not forced to stop and scroll through the items, and players can now heal and be healed by NPCs such as Claptrap. At one point in the gameplay demo, the view switched perspectives between the two players in co-op in order to highlight the previously announced change to the loot system. It showed the single instances of weapons can be picked up by multiple players and that the level of the weapons automatically scales relative to the level of the individual player. Borderlands 3 will offer both loot and level scaling for players, but a classic mode will also allow players to experience Borderlands 3 the way Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2 played in regards to levels and loot. <clears throat> The biggest reveal of the demo was the player's spaceship named Sanctuary 3, a hub world for the players to use in exploring the galaxy. This hulking mobile hub is home to numerous returning characters such as Mad Moxie and contains an infirmary, a bar with gambling machines, individual quarters for the four main characters that can be customized, and even a lost and found machine for any loot you lose track of down on planets on a planet surface. It doesn't appear that players will be able to manually pilot Sanctuary 3, but you can jump to hyperspace and orbit each of the planets in the game. 
The gameplay demo culminated with the reveal of one of those planets, Promethea, which is a futuristic metropolis far removed from the familiar wastelands of Pandora. Promethea has been mentioned in previous Borderlands games, but this is the first time we've actually seen it, and it's here that players will encounter Zero, the assassin class character from Borderlands 2, who is returning in Borderlands 3 as a non-playable character. Although at the reveal event, Gearbox's Randy Pitchford confirmed campaign DLC will be coming, and that there won't be any free-to-play microtransactions as part of the experience. Pitchford hopes Borderlands 3 is both a good entry point and a welcome return home for fans of the series. Pitchford also said Borderlands 3 will appear at E3, Gamescom, PAX, and other events including Guardian Con, the Destiny event in Orlando, Florida, and probably more that they haven't even announced yet. So, tons, tons of Borderlands 3 news. Excited for it. Love the Borderlands, uh, Borderlands franchise. And let's fucking get this going, boys. And that is the news for today. Thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by leaving us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, please check out that link in our Twitter bio. I just updated it because I was made aware that it was not working. (laughs) So until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.